everyone, and welcome back to another podcast with Exercises Medicine at UC San Diego, where we are committed to raising awareness about exercise as well-being, um, along with promoting professional development in the diverse careers of sports medicine. Um, just a little disclaimer before we start, we are not medical or fitness professionals, and the information that we discuss today is just for entertainment purposes, and as such, is not to be misconstrued as medical advice. And Catherine and I are the professional development coordinators at Exercises Medicine, and we will be hosting today's podcast. Also, since this is a live stream, we encourage any of you like listening or watching in. Um, if you have any questions for our guests of honor, you can just drop the in the uh, YouTube comments below and Daniel will let them know. Um, speaking of guests, we are really, really excited to be able to chat with some of our UCSD scholar athletes. Um, do y'all want to introduce yourselves, maybe let the audience know your name, uh, maybe your major, your UC San Diego sports affiliation, and maybe your, your all-time favorite exercise. Hi, my name is Crystal. I'm a third year at UCSD. I study human biology, and I'm on the women's track and field team, and my all-time favorite exercise. I really like back squats. Back squats? What? what are those? Back squats. Oh, oh, like when it's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your back. Is... My brain's a little slow. <laughs> um, my name's Emmy. I'm a third year as well. I am in Muir College. I'm a um, psych major, business minor, and I'm a women's rower as well. And my favorite exercise is probably when our weights coach allows us to do some boxing. I really like boxing. We have boxing? Like, yeah. I, am no, I never knew that. <laughs> it's just something that our weights coach lets us do sometimes. It's a lot of fun. Oh. Hi, my name is Nicole. I'm on the women's rowing team at UCSD. My major is molecular and cellular biology. And my favorite exercise is when our weights trainer lets us do Zumba on special so those are my favorite exercises. All right, guys. My name is Noah. I'm a third year international business major. I'm on the UCSD men's soccer team. And uh, we also did Zumba the other day. It was the first time that I'd ever done that. And uh, that was pretty funny. So um, I'd say that has to be my favorite exercise as well. Um, my name's Andy. I'm a second year on the women's rowing team. Um, I'm a marine biology major. And I think my favorite exercise is rowing which we haven't done in a while and i miss it a lot cool well we have a lot of bio majors here um, um thank you guys for introducing yourselves and i guess we can get, just get um, right into it so um we were just wondering um how did you guys get involved in the particular sport that um, you're in right now so for me i did track all throughout high school and then one day like this kid on my team was like oh you should do hammer throw because i do hammer throw and that's like not legal in high school it's like you have to do it on a club team so I was like on a club team all throughout high school and then um yeah it kind of just happened and I didn't really like seek out to become like a college thrower or anything like some like other athletes but yeah it's cool also basically um you were in track and field in high school and you were recruited that way mm -hmm. oh I see so I had to compete like all throughout high school and they did like junior olympics and like competed with the high school oh well Awesome. Uh, I um, I rode in high school, and um, 
I got into it because I had had some friends who had done the intro to rowing camps, like summer camps, and they informed me it was a lot of fun. So I went for it. And then one of the coaches told me that I should try out, stuck with it throughout high school. And then uh, I was recruited that way. I also started rowing. I rowed all throughout high school. And my club team also had a middle school program that a lot of my friends were joining. And actually, Andy, we happen to be childhood friends. She also joined that club team and I joined because of her. And I just stuck with it all through high school, then got recruited in college. So for me, I've been playing soccer since I was four. So it seemed natural out of high school that I wanted to play at the collegiate level. And UCSD was my dream school from the start because it had a really good athletic program and it had that balance of, um, you know, good academics as well. And I love San Diego. It's my second home. I'm from the Sacramento area. So um, we would go to San Diego all the time because that's where my entire extended family lives. So we'd make trips down here like all the time. So um, it kind of seemed like this was just the place to be. And I was fortunate enough to get recruited here. I also rode in high school with Nicole, like Nicole said. Um, yeah, so we were on the same high school team. And then my older sister rode from UC San Diego and absolutely loved it. So it was just like kind of the obvious choice for me too. So how is that recruitment process? Like, is it a little daunting? Are there like a lot of deadlines and things you have to sign and all that? Um, from my experience, basically as a rower, what you have to do is like um, fill out these recruiting questionnaires to schools that you're interested in. So that includes, um, you know, mentioning your 2000 meter erg times and um, that kind of stuff. So that coaches know how fast you are and what you can contribute to the team. And then usually you can start contacting a coach and they'll let you know whether they're going to visit the club and watch you row. It's different for like every sport. I know like for different sports, like you get recruited at different like grades or at different like levels. But at least for me, they didn't start recruiting until my senior year of high school. And um, yeah, kind of like what Emmy said, like you have to fill out a bunch of questionnaires. And I did a lot of like personal, like um, reaching out to like actual coaches. Like I would email like, like I emailed like my track coach like today, like, like, hey, I'm interested in UCSD, like blah, blah, blah. I'd love to be on the team. And that's how I got recruited. But like with different schools, it's different. And then you would, if they're interested to respond and then you have like your official and come out and this is the school and the team and learn more about different um, programs. Well, I didn't know there was like, I guess an, a networking aspect to recruitment. I, I didn't know that. I thought they just sort of just like came and watched and was like, yes, that one. Or I, I, I don't know. How <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Um, do you know if students can like get involved, I guess, not right after high school, like um, let's say like a second year, uh, second year at UC San Diego. Do you know if there's a path, like if that uh, second year was interested in maybe joining the rowing team or something like that? Yeah, for the rowing team, for example, we have, we accept walk-ons. So usually in like the fall quarter, we have like flyers and we recruit people to walk onto our team. No rowing experience necessary. And we take on new members that way. Cool. So for oh, any well. listeners, I guess. Not for anyone, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So even if you're like a fourth year wanting to do rowing, you can just join like right away. Yeah, yeah. we get yeah. a lot of good rowers that way. Like yeah. a lot of our best rowers. Oh, really? Walk on. Yeah, yeah, straight. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it's really fun to see them grow as rowers and as people as well. I expected it to be like a whole process. Like you have to try out, you have to like be a certain height or something like that, but it's pretty interesting. So um, I also was curious, um, as part of UCSD athletics, was there like a favorite memory that you guys had um, while you guys were on the rowing team or whatever? Let's see. I'm only a second year, so I've only completed one full year on the UCSD rowing team. I think some of my favorite memories are when we go for early morning rows and the sunrises are just so beautiful because we wake up at like before 5 a.m. to get to practice. And then seeing seeing the pretty sunrises, it makes it worth it. Uh, For me, there's one game in particular that I remember super vividly because there were 1,500 people in the stands, the most amount of people we've ever had at a game. Um, It was incredible being in that sort of atmosphere. And we were playing a team that wasn't necessarily the best, but the game became very, very interesting right from the beginning because one of our players got a red card. So it was 10 versus 11 the entire game. And so it became very, very competitive. And we went down one and then we tied it up in the second half and it went into overtime. And I think in the second period of overtime, we scored a goal in like the final seconds and the entire crowd could go wild and we're all screaming and run to the corner and celebrating. And it was just one of the coolest things to ever be a part of. Um, because we won that game against all odds. That feeling like uh, like when you complete a game and I guess, I don't know, Tritons are screaming for you and your like coaches are all happy and all of that stuff. Like, what's that feeling like? Can you put it into words? Yeah, it's just like super euphoric. It's like really, really cool. Um, it's just really rewarding just because you've been working hard the whole game and, you know, working hard prior to that in practice and practicing certain things and then having all that come to fruition and you know in the form of a win it's just like really really cool so yeah I can only imagine it I I I can't be on a sports team and do that so (laughs) me neither yeah (laughs) uh, does anyone else want to share like their favorite memory maybe as part of DCCD go for it um I I'm a third year, as I already mentioned, and um, my first year of rowing, I was in uh, the second top eight. So we row boats of eight girls plus a coxswain, which makes nine. Um, And so I was in a category called the junior varsity or the JB8. And we ended up going to our last race of the season before nationals called Weiras. And our boat had had a lot of ups and downs throughout the entire season. Um, We kind of had days where we wouldn't find our flow and it was really hard to feel like we found a rhythm, but we went to that race and all decided, you know what, we're gonna put all that we have out there. Um, And we ended up just flying through the finish line in second place. And it was one of those moments throughout the entire piece where we all finally found it. Like we found the connection, we worked hard together and it was just super rewarding. it was a great feeling. Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess something else that uh, me and Daniel are so curious about, and this, I'm sure this question, like everyone else is curious about, is how do you as student athletes really manage your time as like a full-time student, but then, you know, also working with, uh, with your coaches, uh, with your team members, doing training and practice and all of that, and like going to your games, like how do y'all manage that? I think it's, I think it's easier 
at least for me, uh, because like I've always been like playing sports like my whole life. So it's a lot more like I'm used to like always being busy. And so like it's tough at first, but then like you kind of find your footing and then you kind of just like add more and more to your play as like time goes on. Um, but yeah, it definitely gets, it's a lot more manageable than you think. Like if we can do it, like anyone can do it. Um, and I think it's kind of just like a part, it's like kind of like a part of your day, like a part of your life that like you just kind of do. And then like you spend like every like free moment you have like, I don't know, like either doing homework or just hanging out with your friends. And it's like, you have to make time for the stuff that you want. So it's kind of like little decision-making that um, first for things that are like important to you. I have to say like athletics has really helped me with my time management, honestly. Like I know it seems crazy to be a full-time student and do athletics and potentially do other stuff outside of that. But at the end of the day, especially with rowing where all of our workouts are right, crack it on, get it done in the morning you basically have your classes throughout the day and then you only have, you know, a certain amount of time at the end of the night to get your work done. Um, and that really works for me because it's almost like an added pressure of, okay, just grind it out. Now you'll thank yourself later. And so it's really easy to make sure that you're on top of stuff. Yeah. Like Emmy said, we have our practices right in the morning. And so it kind of creates a daily routine. So you have like practice school and then homework, which really works for me. Cause I like having that routine and I think it helps me stay on top of my schoolwork. And right now with COVID, it's a little bit different, but I think having a set routine makes managing school and practice really easy. Yeah. I can speak on that as well. Um, having a routine definitely helps. And for soccer, we also have our practices in the morning and that really helps a lot just getting it out of the way in the morning. Um, but a uh, little stuff I do, I'm, I'm a planner just to like, keep myself organized. Um, I write everything in there. And especially within the athletic program, there's a lot of in like infrastructure in place to help out. Um, you know, we have um, people who are there to answer every question we have. If we don't know anything about how to schedule classes or anything else academic related. And there's a lot of support. So having those people and those groups uh, helps a lot. When you finally have free time, I feel like I can like appreciate that free time more, like that TV time or like going to the beach or going surfing or whatever. So it's like, I don't know. It just makes me like really appreciate when I'm free because I'm like on the grind all the time and I like it. That's, it's really interesting that the general consensus, consensus is that like everyone finds that um, being involved in the sport made them um, be able to time manage more because for me I feel like I would be so tired and so lazy to like have the grit to do all my schoolwork on top of um waking up at, like 5 a.m to um do sports so like that's actually like pretty admirable that you guys are able to balance this and um also have like the time to like have time for yourself and everything so that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> Catherine we're gonna say something sorry I kind of cut you off there I, know, I was just saying that that sounds so fulfilling but like Again, I could never. Yeah, I could never. <laughs> it's very admirable that you guys are doing that. Yeah, and also just curious, um, has being involved in a sport um, influenced your intended career path? Like, have you guys um, been inspired to, like, become part of the health field or, like, want to go pro in um, your sport or... Um... Yeah, will I be seeing y'all at, like, Olympics or something? 
I think before coming to UCSD, I wanted, I was interested in health. I don't know. I still need to know more about like sports medicine if I like want to pursue that route. But I think because like growing up, I've always been like going to like physical therapy and like hanging out with like doctors and stuff. And like what they do is really interesting. And it's cool to like be able to relate to like other athletes um, in that aspect. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool because it's, I don't know, like we still get like taught about like nutrition and like how to move our body. So I think learning about like health is still involved in our athletics, at least for me it is. And so it kind of helps, but it's just like another part of like medicine that I'm like still kind of interested in. Um, it's funny that that question is brought up because um, I entered UCSD as a global health major and um, intending to stay on the pre-med track then chemistry struck and that just didn't happen anymore. Um, Same. Hit the van. Um, and that happens and I accepted that. And so I became a psych major, but I actually, with time at UCSD as a collegiate rower, I decided that I really want to go into sports psychology. So I was definitely influenced by um, rowing here um, and seeing firsthand what rowers go through every day. I'm really fascinated to continue that and explore explore more. For me, I'm not exactly interested in a career in sports. However, I think in my sport, there's a lot of people who have the same major as me or like watching older girls go into their career. I think that inspired me and being able to connect with people in my same major, I think that really helps. So even if it's not going into like a major, or I mean a career in sports, like sports psychology or sports medicine, I think with any major, I think being part of a team kind of helps you connect with people to find what career you're actually interested. I probably wouldn't add much more onto that, honestly. Um, yeah, I've connected with a lot of people who have uh, the same major as I do. and. We take the same classes and study together and having that network really helps. And, um, but health specifically, like I'd say that I have more of an appreciation for that field as a whole, just because, you know, what commonly happens when you're playing day after day is, um, injuries happen. And so I have to go into the ACR and get some sort of recovery stuff done. And there's so much that goes into it. And, there's a lot of just time and effort put into um, ensuring that we can get better. And the sophistication behind it is, it's just like really cool for me. And I, ju I just appreciate it more. I'm, I'm definitely not um, a STEM major, but uh, I do um, appreciate it and understand uh, what goes into it. Yeah. Um, I also can't really say that my sport has influenced my career choice, but yeah. Um, and I won't be rowing professionally, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think being a rower at UCSD, like it's just such a good team dynamic. Like I know compared to other schools too. And like, it's really like, I love the sport more and more each year. And so even though once I graduate, I probably won't like be on a team for a while. There's a lot of like master's rowing programs around the country for like just adults or people who are retired and now I'm like pretty positive once I'm older I'm definitely going to join one because 
I think I'd miss the sport a lot. Yeah, thinking about like taking a sport, I guess beyond college, that's like a whole nother level of commitment too, you know? Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. So I guess um, something else I wanted to know about was because you all are on sports teams and that is a form of exercise, how do you feel that exercise uh, benefits you? Like, because I know y'all said some of you wake up at 5 a.m. So maybe your sleep schedule is like better, but then also in terms of like, you know, well-being or like mental wellness, how do you think like your involvement on the sports team uh, really benefits that? Jake said like entirely, like it took over completely because I think if I didn't play sports, I would be really sedentary. And so like having that sport, it, it forces me to um, really take care of my health that way. And I don't have to worry about it. Like I don't have to get out of my way. I just like, I have to do it. Like I'm committed. I'm, I signed us like a, a contract. So I have to go to practice. Mm-hmm. So like, I have to do it. And even like during like quarantine, when we were all back home, like even though we weren't playing sports, I still made an effort to like work out at least like once a day or do something active. So I think after all those years, like even if I'm not playing a sport, it's something that I have to do and commit to every day because I want to and it makes me feel good. And it's really, there's always something fun to do with like exercise, even if I'm not throwing or like doing like lifting or anything. I just like make sure I get an exercise in every day. That's true. It's, it's a good habit to have. Yeah, I um, I think rowing and just being an athlete in general has greatly improved my mental health. Um, I think that, like, honestly, quarantine kind of was a wake-up call for me with regards to that because I thought, you know what, maybe a break from rowing would really be nice. Maybe I'll do better. But as it turns out, that is simply not the case. Um, <laughs> rowing is my anchor. Um, and just getting some exercise in every day is so wildly important to like who I am as a person, my energy levels throughout the day. Like, and it just honestly makes me happy. And that's really important. That's so true. I remember at the very beginning of quarantine, like when I wasn't exercising, I was just laying in bed all day. Like I felt so lethargic and I felt so like lazy and like depressed. But I noticed like after I started exercising more, like my mood elevated so much more and I was just much in a much better mental state. So yeah 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 definitely yeah I love the way exercise makes me feel afterwards especially when it's the start of my day because I feel like it sets up the rest of the day to like be in a good mood have a lot of energy and get your tasks done because like waking up that early in the morning it it sucks it's not easy but when you finish practice it just feels so good that you had that accomplished in the beginning of your day while when you get home everyone else is probably still sleeping and so just having that burst of energy in the morning it just carries you throughout the day it just makes me feel so good makes me feel accomplished um i love seeing my teammates that brings me so much joy and i just i love it uh for me kind of touching on the theme of sports being you know good for your mental health especially in college sports has been soccer has been cathartic for me you know school's hard and sometimes I feel like I'm spreading myself too thin or I'm juggling a lot of things that I can't manage and when I go into soccer practice I can just forget about all that and I kind of just zone in and focus on you know just soccer just playing and doing a good job at that and it's really cool being able to have that sort of escape 
Um, it's it honestly like really be- like benefits me mentally and keeps me grounded and um, uh, just like helps me manage. So yeah. yeah, I agree with like everything that's been said. I mean, it's nice to be able to stay fit and like be. It's not like you like you have to go to practice, but like also I want to, but it's nice that you have to because otherwise like some mornings I would get up and be like, I don't know if I want to, but um, I think being a part of a team and getting that good exercise is really good for your mental health, especially for people with like anxiety or like depression or if you struggle with like, like disordered eating or anything, just like working out every single day, having these teammates to, to support you is like beneficial beyond words. Wow, this is like pretty inspiring. I didn't know that like being just a part of a team and like getting up every morning, just exercising will like bring so much like elevation of mood and all of that. So that's pretty cool. Um, I know this was mentioned a bit earlier, but um, I was just wondering that um, there was a time where um, you guys were injured while playing your sport and um, how did you guys cope with your injury? Did you guys go to physical therapy? Did you consult with the athletic trainer or what did you do um, when you were injured? Um, so I haven't been injured in high school. process has changed, but in high school I had, I tore meniscus twice because I played basketball. And so like the first one was like, okay, like I didn't need surgery. I just went to physical therapy for a while and um, it's fine, but then like, a couple years later, I tore my other meniscus and I needed surgery for that. So that one was a little harder to recover from. And that one sent me back. And I remember my track coach was like, oh, you can't keep playing basketball right now. Like if you want to like be on this team, you have to quit basketball or else you're going to keep getting injured. And so I had to quit, which was terrible. But um, so like with my, during that time, I had to focus a lot on like making sure all the muscles surrounding my knee that like making sure they were strong so I can come back even like better than before and I can like prevent future injuries. Um, but like everything that I've learned in physical therapy, I still keep in the back of my mind like every day, which is so weird. Cause like, I didn't think I would need to know like all that stuff that I learned, but it definitely carries over. And um, everything that I learned in PT with like all the coaches and the trainers and the therapists were all really helpful and it sticks with you. Um, rowing is a pretty easy sport to injure yourself in, which I know can come as a shock because it's not really a contact sport, but um, it does take on a lot of load in your back if you don't row properly. Um, so in high school, I didn't really injure myself too bad. I did have hip problems, um, but coming into college, you know, the volume increases significantly. It is very different. Um, being an athlete in college versus high school and so I've experienced a rib injury a back injury um, and some hip injuries as well um, with all of those I do go to my athletic trainer right away and inform him usually he um, asks me to do some rolling out or exercises on my own first to see if it improves and from there we do some soft tissue recovery work um, and over time, you know, you have to do exercises to strengthen the muscles, exactly what Crystal was saying, to make sure that those muscles surrounding the injured area are strong and um, maybe changing some technical aspects of um, your sport to put weight in different areas 
to avoid any more damage to that injured space. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the times it is just like icing and resting, which sucks because <laughs> you know you want to just get back and do what you love. Um, but you just have to listen to your body at the end of the day. How do you have those athletic trainers with you instead of like, you know, I don't know if you know those like those memes about like the high school nurses that whenever yeah. you <laughs> threw ice at it and was like done. Yeah. <laughs> you have athletic trainers at your disposal. It's really nice for sure. Um, yeah, I've never had a sports injury since my position in the rowing team is a little bit different. I'm a coxswain. So I don't take on like the rowing responsibilities. So I've never had to deal with a sports injury, thankfully. Um, for me, I kind of touched on this earlier when I was talking about my appreciation for like performance training and recovery in general and that kind of stuff. Um, so in high school, I had gotten minor injuries a couple times and I was kind of reckless about it. I kind of just would wrap it up or put icy hot on it or do whatever so I can just play through it and hope it would just go away. And it eventually did because, I mean, I'm young. I can, I can do that. Um, fortunately, it didn't amount to anything worse. But uh, when I got to college um, my freshman year, I was starting, I was playing, and I was playing every minute and um, I was doing great. And then I had a high ankle sprain. And... I thought I was going to be out for the rest of the season. This was halfway through the season. And I imagined that this was it for me. And um, it was really difficult. But I went into the ATR every day and they hooked me up with all the all sorts of stuff like the electro stim, the icing, various different exercises that I haven't even done before. And I was back and ready to play fully 100% in two weeks. And um, it was just incredible to like see myself recover so quickly with all the resources I had at my disposal. And it was really cool uh, to see that happen and to see my progress get better and better and better um, because I didn't believe in myself recovering that quickly, but I had all those people around me believing in me and knowing that I could do that. So um, I, I definitely had a really cool experience Obviously, it sucks getting injured, but now I know if I'm feeling anything, any sort of pain or twinge, or if I'm injured, I can rely on um, a lot of very intelligent, sophisticated people to help me out um, who know how to deal with these sort of situations. Yeah, I feel like we're really lucky um, being UCSD athletes because we have like really good staff that take care of us. Like they not only work with us with our injuries, but just like they teach us how to take care of our body in general, you know? So like, even when I'm not at UCSD anymore, once I graduate, I feel like I'm gonna have a lot of skills for taking care of my body for the rest of my life. Like really shout out to our athletic trainers though, cause um, I had like a hip overuse injury in high school and I have the same injury now. So it's been like three years, which kind of sucks but our athletic trainer has helped a lot. He's made it so that I don't have to like miss practice or anything because of it. Like they really know what they're doing. It's great. Great, I'm glad UC San Diego Athletics has hired some good people. We just talked to actually um, Liam Higginson, one of the athletic trainers at UC San Diego. We just talked to him, I think two weeks ago. So that was, that was a fun experience too. Uh, let's see, another question. Do y'all have any maybe tips uh, for students who, or students who are already in college who may be 
want to you know join a sports team give any tips about like what they should be prepared for if they should be you know practicing beforehand or, or if that process is hard if you'll know anything about it so for track and field um i would say it's kind of hard to walk on um we've had people do it before but it's i don't think it's as common or as easy as rowing but um so i know one tip i would say is to definitely reach out to the head coaches first and email them because we do have like tryouts or like testing and then there are certain like marks you have to get to pass to be on the team so that's something that people might have to train for and to work for um so yeah the first thing i would suggest is to reach out to people on the team too and to our coaches and even just to check us out when we're at the track if um when we're practicing because it's pretty useful to see like how we work and how other event groups work because every single event group is completely different in training so yeah i would definitely say check us out and seeing what um workouts you have to do to train to be um i think that my best advice for someone who would be interested in rowing is just making sure that you have the right work ethic um, and an open mindset. It's a very different sport than really any other out there. Um, I think that it's also really important that people who want to walk on can handle taking criticism. Um, rowing is very criticism oriented. So in order to get better, you need to be willing to keep in mind that whenever a coach says something to you about something you need to improve upon. It's not anything personal. It's here's what we want to see from you because we know we, that you can perform. We know that you can make that change um, to better the team. So I think just working hard, being willing to put in 100% every day and um, be willing to change. I'd say my greatest advice for someone who's looking to join rowing, firstly, just with, with any sport, just be ready for the commitment you're going to be committing a lot of time to this sport. And I think just being prepared for that. And also, Emmy touched on this. You're going to be entering a sport that people have been doing for years and years since high school. Rowing, like the technique, it's never perfect. You're always learning, constantly growing. So if you're new, just be ready that it's going to be hard. You're going to be rowing with people who've been rowing for five years before you. So um, just be patient with yourself, trust your coaches, be ready to just accept a lot of advice and expect to make a lot of friends. So that's my best advice. Aw, for making friends part is cute. Uh, for soccer, I would say one of the biggest things you can do is definitely put in extra work on the side in order to make up for the fact that you're not necessarily being recruited in and that's how most kids um are introduced to the team um but we've definitely had people do it in the past and we've had some people come into the program and actually be really successful after walking on uh but one characteristic characteristic um that you can see throughout like all those people is definitely their work ethic that someone said before um it's it's more difficult to walk onto a team and succeed than to be recruited and so I would say just, you know, put in the extra work, um, initiate communication early with someone like me, a, like a teammate or, or the coach, just go above and beyond and um, 
try to surmount all standards of what what someone would um you know achieve and so uh yeah just put in the extra work honestly um same as what noah said like like you're gonna have to work hard which i'm sure a lot of people are aware of um i mean rowing like like we've said we get so many walk-ons that have had no rowing experience before like we get a lot of good rowers from that did like high school volleyball or high school swim and they're like really like they become really really good within a year and they're all hard workers um so it's totally doable and I would say like if you think that you want to join a sport like I mean especially if it's rowing because I can speak on that the most but if you think you want to do it like it's been a weird year you know I say just go for it because it might be really beneficial you might have a lot of fun so just send it honestly that's actually really inspiring I like to send it (laughs) okay um I don't want to keep y'all for too long. Uh, we really appreciate it, but we wanted to ask one more wrap-up question. Um, this is just about, I guess, another aspect of you know well-being. Um, we also consider nutrition. So I guess I wanted to ask y'all if you choose to um, prioritize your nutrition, you know, as well as your physical well-being when you're going to you know exercise and all of your, doing your practice and all that. But yeah, do y'all like? I guess, prioritize nutrition as part of your well-being? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, One of the things that I've learned from, like, our nutritionist is, like, eating a lot of protein. And I didn't realize how much protein I wasn't eating when I was, like, training before. Because, like, I eat so much protein now and I get so much stronger, like, so much faster. And I was like, why didn't I know this before? And so, like, I definitely take that into account um and which is really nice with bcsd they provide us like snacks after every like workout session and it's so nice because i'm like grabbing like fruit yogurt like beef jerky or whatever they have out there every day and i'm really thankful for that it's like one of the things i look forward to after practice but um yeah it's something that i always keep in the back of my mind because it's like if i don't want to eat like all this nasty food and then wake up at 5 a.m. to go to my like workout session and feel kind of gross. So it's like, I have to be more mindful about what I eat and um, eating healthy food can be fun. And if you like know how to cook and they teach us like different things about like food and nutrients and all the stuff that we need, it, it's helpful. On protein, have, have we got into like peanut butter? Oh yeah. I, yeah. I eat that like out the jar. Like it's, at that point, it's bad, but I do that. Yeah, me too. No shame. That's the one protein I will always have room for. <laughs> um, I would have to say, yeah, nutrition is really important. Um, I think it's kind of hard for us just because, you know, at 445, I don't have any hankering for anything. Um, I don't want to put any food in my mouth, but I kind of force myself to eat usually like a Chobani and a like cliff bar or something right before the uh, workout just to have something to fuel my fuel my day um fuel the practice but I mean I am gonna out myself right now this is currently my snack <laughs> uh sour crawlies um so you know we've got to treat ourselves every once in a while I do eat um you know not super well on occasion but under normal circumstances I try to yeah, just what Crystal was saying, um, increase my protein intake. Um, I eat a lot of Trader Joe's sweet chicken apple sausages. Those are so amazing. Um, 
and you know beans and stuff but yeah just trying to keep in mind what you put in does really influence how you can perform that day you don't feel bad about that candy halloween just passed you know <laughs> discount candy all that it is true yeah the only thing i'll touch on that emmy said is that i think food is a really important part of sport and i think ucsd does a really good job of providing resources and information and i think we were really taught a lot to like eat in a way that food is your fuel that kind of gives you your energy so i think ucsd does a good job of providing like information from nutritionists on campus and snacks after practice to fuel us up and keep us energized yeah i agree with that um before covid we used to have little presentations or seminars about diet and the importance of it and one of the biggest things for me learning was just how much more i need to eat just because as a soccer player we're burning thousands and thousands of calories a day and it's just we're doing so much cardio you know you got to refuel that fuel that and you got to do it properly and um in order to do that uh you know they educate us on how to do that properly so um yeah that's a huge part of it and i've had to eat a lot more since i've been but um not just crap but like good stuff too so yeah uh nutrition is definitely really important and i like that at those seminars noah was talking about they teach us that like depending on what time of the of our sports season it is like whether it's competition season or if it's just like just we're just training with no competition, you know, like we're supposed to have different diets. So like once you get closer to race season, they want us to like eat more carbs and like change up the diet, which I didn't really know. I kind of just ate the same throughout the whole year in high school. So like you really do learn a lot and I'm not vegetarian or vegan, but I know our team has like a good amount of people who are and um, I know that our nutritionists are really good resources for helping them get like enough protein and stuff, which I think is really cool. So yeah. That sounds so inclusive that you see us the athletics and like the dietitians all do that. That's great. Okay, well, um, I guess we've monopolized, monopolized, monopolized in the I can't even say that word. We've taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much for coming on to our student panel. We really appreciate talking to y'all scholar athletes. Um, and thank you to everyone who listened in. And of course, a huge, huge thank you to Emmy, uh, Nicole, Andy, Noah, and Crystal for talking with us. Uh, Daniel and I definitely learned a lot. Uh, so we really, really appreciate it. Um, and be sure to check us out, Exercises Medicine, on Facebook or Instagram if you want to stay active and updated with our events. And uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who listened in and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you.